Huge pop wrestling fans, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, huge pop wrestling fans, tonight is a you can see a crowded, uh, um, little a bit of audience here. Our guest tonight, and we're gonna focus solely on this man, is hailing from Chicago, Illinois. He is the man of the year, is currently wrestling for MCW. He is Manchos Mayhem. How you doing, my guy? I'm feeling good. Excited to be here. A little nervous. First time on the podcast. So, uh, you know. Well, normally I would say don't be nervous, but look around. You got a, um, several people that I know that you might be wanting to be nervous about. So, um, everybody, yeah. feel free to chime in if you have questions for Mayhem. Um, it's just going to be a roundtable. Um, I want to focus on Mayhem's career, where he was, where he, had, where he came from, what his future looks like. So, I guess the first thing I can ask you, Mayhem, is what got you into the sport? Um, business of professional wrestling? Um, just loving the sport in general. Like, I love wrestling. My family loved wrestling. Like, they was watching, like, the old matches and stuff like that. So I'm not exactly sure how I got into it. I just know it was at one point where I was just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And I just, like, when my friends would be outside, um, and we're playing, like we're playing hide and go seek or tag or whatever kids or teenagers were doing. I was in the house at seven o'clock, eight o'clock on the dot to make sure I watch Raw or SmackDown. I got, and I got witnesses for that. So for one, just loving the sport in general to the point where <clears throat> when I was uh, wrestling on the wrestling team in grammar school and high school, I love wrestling so much that I had my own finisher. <laughs> In, right. in, in that type of wrestling, I had my own finishing move. That was how much I love wrestling. So, yeah. now do you use that same finishing move um, at all in your uh, professional wrestling career? No, no, I, it changed. It was like a, I was, uh, I was kind of going through like a Sheldon thing, <clears throat> Sheldon Benjamin thing at the time. Okay. So, right. and I wanted something that I could do that because obviously, uh, uh, uh that type of right wrestling is much more rough and rigorous. So I needed something that I could just grab somebody and just get it over with really quickly. So it was the, uh, the spinning T-bone suplex. Never got to use it. Never got to use it, but that was my move. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, do you have a favorite promotion you like to watch and in for the main stage? And do you have a favorite indie promotion that you um, follow or, well, first and foremost is WWE. I love WWE. Even if I'm not following the shows exactly, my my YouTube algorithm knows what I want to see. So I keep up with what's going on with the top tens and the highlights and stuff. So even if I'm not watching it, I know what's going on. I'm going to put up some. Uh, also, AEW. I like AEW. I like the brand. I like what they're doing. I like how, you know, they're coming out and, you know, uh, showing, you know, WWE that, hey, we can be a successful company too. You know, and a lot of times competition um, causes the other team to step their game up. Like uh, uh, AEW just dropped the video game. I feel like that's good because I, I play 2K wrestling. So now that they see what they got going on in that game, it's going to make them want to step their stuff up because they got some cool stuff in their game too. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's gonna make them step up. Yeah. Um, you I'm play gonna... uh, the AEW game. Have you had Excuse a chance me? to play it? Have you had a chance to play the AEW game? No, I was, was going to buy it, and I was literally sitting there with the pay confirm button, and I was just looking at more videos, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna hold off on this <laughs> for the price. I'm gonna hold off on it for right now until the price comes down because. 2K got a lot you can do with it right now, a whole lot. The only downfall yeah. with 2K right now 
is they got all this customization, but their service sucks, like totally sucks. So yeah, mm-hmm. if they get the service fixed, untouchable game. Gotcha. I mean, I, I want to focus on you, uh, Mayhem, but I had, you did bring up AEW. And what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about the news that come across from AEW that their new their new um, channel they're signing with or whatever is is gonna make them cut back on what they can do with MJF, the crowds, the blood, and all that stuff. What I, as a fan of AEW, I am a big fan of AEW for the reason of what they allow Moxley to do and MJF to do and all those guys. But it's gonna, it's gonna change. What do you think that's gonna do to the dynamics of AEW going forward? I really don't understand the question. AEW has to make changes. They're they've been told that they cannot um have as much MJF in the ring cussing like he does and interaction in the crowds and then okay. they want to take but, away blood and um blood and stuff from Moxley and, the, and all that. So what do you think that'll do to the um company of AEW? I feel like I feel like the brand has gotten to where it is because that it's separating itself from other companies and i feel like dying down what they got going on could possibly hurt their core authentic fans that they got who come for what they come for that's how i feel about it right because you already got wwe that's kind of like in a real pg they've been trying to break out of it but it's still like real pg right now so uh it'd be a breath of fresh air you know to see something just a little a little different you know what i mean Right, right. Um, you guys feel free to jump in with questions. Um, now, next on my list was: Do you feel communication with the referees and the in the backstage and between you wrestlers doing the uh, wrestling? You think that's important on how the match was going to play out? Yes, of course. I do. Def- yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a big thing. If uh, if you got something that you know you got going on and the referee doesn't know about it and he's out the loophole and that could cause the match to go to crap so i feel like especially important important spots you know the ref doesn't have to know everything but important important things he definitely has to be filled in on if you don't want everything to go to crap have you ever had a ref that didn't know what he was doing and cost you make you guys look stupid on the in the middle of the ringer no wrestlers but nah, right. <laughs> not a rap. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, yeah. the other well, a couple of weeks ago, Sin said um, said no to this, but I want to get your feeling on. Do you feel fan interactions and with your merch table is valuable to your career? Sin said he was he didn't care too much about the fans. What's your take on that? You say uh, fans. Repeat that one more time. Sin, um, what what is your take on the importance of fans in your in for you and your career and the merch table and your interactions with them. I feel like the, the fans are, are very important. Like I give a care whether I'm face of the hill, you know, I, I, what the fans got to say is very important. Like uh, the, the TLC match, I missed the shooting star. I felt horrible. I missed the shooting star over, uh, I was supposed to landing on sin and overshot over uh, a table. And I just felt after okay. breaking cool. up a little bit. Yeah, breaking up a little bit. Yep, he's now he's gone. Oh, uh, hopefully we get him back. Yeah, hopefully. There he is. So um, my next question oh, is: Is there a plan B just in case wrestling falls apart or you get injured? Hear me? Very, very sketchy. Your connection's a little wonky, bro. Hello? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yes. Now we're good. Do you have a plan B just in case something happens? Yeah. Yep. Do you have a plan B just in case something happens in your wrestling career? A phone call. Um, yes, you know, I have a, I have a decent, um, um, 
uh, job right now, career, whatever you want to call it. And I also, I do music too. But um, yeah, I, I, I definitely, I got a lot of stuff that I like to do other than wrestling. But wrestling is something that I really love from my core and always have. But before I got cut off, um, yeah, I missed that shooting star. And, you know, afterwards, I'm backstage and I had uh, fans still coming up to me, wanting to take photos. I even had some that called me their best wrestler. And this was their first time seeing me wrestle. So that, that means a lot to me, uh, even though they saw what I can do, even though I missed that move. You know what I mean? They saw my potential. So that, for me, that made me feel good. That makes me want to keep going, you know. Awesome, man. That's awesome. So where did you where did you do your training at before while I'm preparing to get into the wrestling? Well, um, I started uh shout out to my man C Red. He pointed me out uh uh to some good promotions and I started with uh BCW, you know, setting up the ring and doing some training and stuff like that. So flash forward a couple months, BCW uh bourbon championship wrestling they shuts down they're no more so i was looking for uh somewhere to get my get my foot wet in the ring because i never wrestled ecw and i was going to wrestle for uh, one promotion so they say everything happens for a reason so i was going to wrestle for one promotion and um, i was set up to get ready to wrestle but he found out um i had a match so he came sway back on the guy, uh, Jason Paul from um, CSW, and <clears throat> he knew that I didn't have any actual in-ring experience, but he gave me the opportunity, um, you know, to come in and like I was doing there, set up uh, the ring and stuff like that, and he would let me participate in his battle royals, and that just got me comfortable, um, you know, in the ring and just wrestling and being in there and you know so i did that for a while flash forward i go over to a place called um, ppw and there you know he gave me an opportunity you know he gave me the opportunity to show what i can do in single matches and tag matches like that and i started doing a little training with them all but before i go back there so the first my first time wrestling at csw it was my first time, like, actually participating in a match. So the, my first night there, they say everything happens for a reason. So the other show fell through. You know, Jason gave me the book come through the CEO. First um, day I'm there, I didn't wrestle him, but I was sharing the same locker room with Carlito. Carlito, mm. Caribbean, cool, you know. Yeah. So That's for cool. me, I'm like, wow. I went from going to go to this other promotion, and right now, CSW has big firm in them right now. They always got names and guys coming through like each and every month. It's always a crazy show. So I'm thinking like, wow, I, I was supposed to wrestle here, but now I'm here in the same locker room with Carlito. So well, I don't know if every, all the other wrestlers were trying to act like he wasn't a big deal. So it got to a point where just me and him was in the locker room. And I asked him, I'm like, yo, Carlito, you know, why you – um, didn't come back to a Raw after your Royal Rumble. Was it? I don't I remember. I think it was uh, when did he come back in 2021? Was it the Royal Rumble? I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I asked him why he didn't come back after that. And um, he was just, he kind of seemed like he didn't want to talk about it. So that was the only question I asked him. He was like, yo, I wanted to come back, but they just didn't call me. But flash forward, you know, to the end of the night, towards the end of the night, and I'm getting ready to go and I'm talking with the promoter jason he's just telling me how i did and stuff like that and um <clears throat> you know like when you're talking to someone and you know you're trying to pay attention to them and you could kind of hear something in the back of you and mm -hmm. someone else trying to talk to me so it got to the point where um jason had to tap me like yo and it was carlito and he was just getting ready to leave but he took the time to come and find me to be like yo i'm gonna get out of here you know what i mean so that made me feel good because he could have just left. And I ignored him to the point where Jason had to tap me and was like, yo, someone's trying to talk to you. So I don't know. I felt like maybe we connected or maybe he saw something in me, but that was pretty cool. So, oh, cool. yeah. Um, yeah. So uh did some stuff of uh, uh, PP that started um, branching off uh, and, uh, other from out of there, All-Star Lucha Libre, I didn't did, contested. Um, 
I guess all I can think about right now off the top of my head. But awesome. those promotions have awesome. been keeping me busy. And, and now here uh, with uh, G, uh, Jimmy, you know what I mean? And MCW, Jimmy's a cool dude, you know, very genuine. Since the first day I met him, you know, I'm a water sign. So I'm busy. You know, I could just tell who's actually there for the people and stuff. And I, I feel like Jimmy is actually one of those dudes. Well, thank you very much, Mayhem. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, Jimmy, Johnny, Sid, you have any questions for uh, Manchos, Mayhem? Yes, I do. Uh, so uh, August 6th at MCW, uh, are you ready? Oh, man, I've been ready. Born ready. Always ready, you know. Anytime the man of the year comes around, it's going to be a show. I try to bring one thing about me is I try to bring authentically who I am to the business. And when you see me out there, that's actually who I am. That's like no gimmick, no persona. My music is, my theme music is actually me on the music. So I just want to bring that urban feeling to wrestling that I feel like is missing. I feel like it's kind of missing that because, uh, I, I've been a couple places, and I don't, I don't know. I just feel like I bring that urban feeling to what's going on. So like you have a, uh, I love to see. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you have a uh, favorite opponent that you faced so far? Honestly, it's going to have to be you, Sin. It's oh, going to have to be you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate or, that. Uh, next to, you know, next to Marche, Marche Rocket. We oh, Marche's a, a heck of a talent. Yeah. Yes, we it had is. a crazy fight. Honestly, uh, we had like a roulette thing going on when I fought him. And they pulled his name out the hat. I guess it was kind of meant for me to wrestle him because it's like now I got Marche rocking under my belt. You know, current NWA star, former Impact wrestling star. So, you know, that's pretty cool for me. But when they pulled his name out of the hat, I'm like, oh, okay. Please don't call my name. Please don't put my name out that. And sure enough, Mancho's Mayhem. I got to go out here and fight Marsh J. Rocket. I was a little terrified, but he's easy to work with. You know what I mean? Very helpful. Gave me some good tips after the fight and stuff like that. And that was my first time calling a match, like, on the fly, like, from everything. Like, we didn't know anything. Like, we really, it was really like a blind thing. We know we knew nothing at all. Yeah, so that was a pretty cool fight. Well, this has never happened on a it's never happened on a huge pop wrestling podcast. I have somebody wanting to come into the show. I'm gonna ask you guys: Is Johnny Grange okay to come? Joey Grange okay to come in the show? Yes. Okay. Sure. Here we go. All right, guys. Just send him a link. Um, but all right. A question I ask everybody. Um, I like to get. But I'm gonna back up to your favorite opponent to face. I wasn't gonna say this for last, but let's talk about this favorite opponent you like to face. You faced Sin a couple weeks ago for the Illinois Valley Championship. Um, if I remember right, you had the match, man. I can tell you that. I watched the match from beginning to end. You tore it up. You did. I mean, Sin did his job too, but you tore it up. You high flied. You were there. Everything was going great. But it had to suck to get hit by a plaque. If that's the only way you could lose, can you, can you go back to that day and tell me and walk forehead and walk me through that? What, what was going through your head? I mean, broke up on the end. Can you um, can you tell the fans? Well, what I was that thinking. Was like, I was devastated. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I can say that um, I can say that um, Axel called it down the middle. He didn't know what foul play that he was. I respect the guy. You know what I mean? It, I I get it. You know, but I was I was devastated because I whooped the socks off you that match, sin, and you knew. That's why you had Viper come out there with you because you knew what that belt was going to change hands. You knew it was going to change hands. So. Uh, that final rake to the eyes. I don't know. He raked my eye like a hundred times that fight. That's the only thing that he should have 
got disqualified. That's the only thing I could say, actually. He should have been disqualified. How many times he break my eyes? But uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to come back to him and coming back to my senses. And before you know it, I see a trophy coming at my head. And that was the last thing I remember. So now you guys are, you guys are both at, with MCW. Do do I do I see a challenge coming up from Mayhem to Sin? Is there going to be? Are you going to go after him, uh, Mayhem, or is he going to? Are you going to leave him alone for a while? You know, I always want to smoke. You know, so if Sin wants to smoke, still, I have no Sin problem with that. Smoke. I could see I us putting uh, heads down the line. All right. So you this guys a hell of a match. So I got to give you guys that, and. Um, also, with Mayhem, I got to say, like, he's legit. When he says he is authentic, like, there's no lie about that. Backstage, out in the ring, at the meet and greet tables, everything, man. Like, I know we've only had a little bit of interactions with each other uh, so far, me and you teaming up. But I'll tell you what, like, when, I, when me and him were in the corner as a tag team, we... We gave the fans uh, what they wanted out of like comedic style tag team wrestling. Like and they they had a blast with it. I appreciate That's awesome, that, man. That's awesome. I appreciate that. But, and I don't mean to diminish uh, mayhem at all. Even though I won that match, he did push me to the limits. I will not deny that. And it was a great match, and I would love to have another one. That's all. It, it was, and it got that got guys. That was one of the best matches I've seen. From an indie circuit team, from you guys, and that was spot on. I'm giving you shit, Sin. I, I love your, I love your style. You know, that was a great match. You guys put on a good show. I can't wait to see it in MCW. So, Appreciate so the it. question I have, the question I have is, it's definitely, um, going, it's definitely going to be a show. How do you feel when the public don't really understand the risk and dangers of the job you guys do, and they use the word and they'll, and they'll use the word fake? This is fake. How do you feel about that? I hate it. I just laugh at them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you can see this, but uh, it's kind of going away a little bit. But I was pretty bruised up from that last fight that I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people call it fake, but I can guarantee you, even with me loving the sport, you know, and me getting in there, it was a totally different from what I thought. Like, it it takes a lot for you to get in there and do what we do. And people don't understand that. You can still get hurt. People have lost their lives from from wrestling. So you could call it fake all you want, but you could seriously get hurt in this business. Of course, we want to go home and, you know, faith and entire family. Of course, it's entertainment, but you can get hurt in this business. And if you want to find out, get in a ring. Right. Uh, I got a question for you. You mentioned you were an amateur wrestler. I was too. I found training amateur wrestlers and being one myself. For me, it really helped, you know, before going into pro wrestling. Um, For you, did you find that helped you a lot being an amateur wrestler and then going to pro wrestling? Yes, it did because I felt like that already toughened me up. A coach told me that that sport, it's the toughest sport ever. Like the conditioning, the training is nothing like I've ever seen. And it's, it's, it's really tough. I'm not going to lie to you. So I feel like that got me used to taking huge bumps and stuff like that. And just getting used to putting your hands on the next man and roughing them up. So yeah, that definitely, that definitely taught me some, some of the uh, stuff I learned in, in uh, that uh, type of wrestling um, I use in the ring. One of my favorites is the half, the half pin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shooting the half. Yeah. Here's a question from the fans. Sin, are you still doing the open challenge for Illinois Valley Championship? Um, it's to be seen. <laughs> there you go. Next step. On to the next question. So, ma'am, do you feel do you do you prefer doing it um, being a heel or a face? You know, I love being a heel. You know, don't get me wrong, but 
don't know. My move set. So I, I'm I'm kind of like one of my favorite wrestlers right now is Carmelo Hayes. You know, and he started off as a face, obviously, but I mean, I'm sorry, no, a heel. But now he's uh, he's currently face right now, and I don't know if he eventually went there because of his move set or what he do. But he's a, a wrestler, so I'm just trying to show that you can be heel and still do some cool moves because he was a, he did that for most of his career, and he was getting over even as a heel. He was getting over with that style to the point where now he's face. So. A lot of people see my moveset and they assume that I'm um, that I'm face. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm heel. I just do what I want to do, you know? <laughs> Who's your favorite heel in WWE? Whew. It would probably be Randy, Randy Orton. So, at first, my favorite wrestler was John Cena for a long time. And then it became Randy after I saw that. This guy just didn't, he just didn't give a crap. He didn't give a crap. And uh, people hated to love him. Like, I don't know. Like, it was like Randy Orton, he can do no wrong at one point. I, st- I feel like still even now, if he's going out and attack your favorite legend, he's going to still get cheers. There's just something that Randy Orton do. So I like that he can play. He can do whatever he wants. He kind of reminds me of L.A. Knight, even though L.A. is uh, – I don't know if he's kind of trying to morph into a face, but LA is, as, as far as I know right now, he's still a heel. So, yeah. Oh, with the crowd reaction, I think he's definitely face now, whether they want him to be or not. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What do you want? Let's talk about it. No. Um, they, need, they need to push that guy. Do you, acknowledge do. The, do you acknowledge the tribal chief? Do I acknowledge the tribal chief? Yeah, I won't say I acknowledge. I, I wouldn't say I acknowledge him, but you know, he's 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 a cool wrestler. You know what I mean. Right. I would say right. that. I would say the whole heel gimmick is working for him. Other because at first they were trying to push it, push him in everybody's face to be like the next John Cena or something like that. That's what I was getting, and the crowd just was not buying. It. So I think the mastermind behind it to turn him heel was Paul Heyman, because right. now if Roman Reigns ever turns face, the crowd's gonna go crazy. I agree. So I have to ask this question. It's a I'm a TikTok creator as well as a podcast person, and the TikTok question is, and um, it's crazy. It's off the wall, but I'm gonna ask it. Who is the greatest WCW champion ever? I might have to say Goldberg, maybe. David Arquette. <laughs> I still Goldberg. stick by Ric Flair. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just had, I had to ask that, you know. Yeah. I had to ask that. So you've been all over the country wrestling for different promotions, etc. Some probably big crowds, some small crowds. Is it easy to switch if you're in a big crowd area one week? and then you go to a dead crowd the next. How hard is it to adjust to that, or you just go out there and put on the show like you always do? I put on a show, you know, no matter what. You know, I don't care if it's two people, if it's three people. You know, I'm not going to put anybody on blast, but I wrestle for a promotion where, you know, you can go from one promotion for wrestling for 200 people and you can go to another one for wrestling for three people. You know, I had one promotion. And like I said, I'm not going to put anyone on blast. But it was so dead to the point where after uh, we would have a fight, after we would have a match, the promoter would tell us to uh, get in our regular clothes and go in the audience and make some noise. That's how that's how dead it was. Yeah. All right. We were like banging on the wall. Like all types of stuff. So yeah. Right. Uh, so you didn't mention. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off. Sorry. So you me? mentioned earlier. You mentioned earlier that um, you you used to put up rings and tear down rings, etc., and all that that goes into the um, to the the day of a of an event. I mean, all of you guys down this on even Jimmy is a uh, you have you guys belong to an indie wrestling promotion. 
you guys essentially put the, put up the ring, take down the ring, put up the chairs, take down the chairs. Um, I have guys from XIW that are going to down to Orlando or Tampa to put help an impact that way, just putting that just to get their foot in the door doing these things. How important is it to or for Jimmy? I guess you can answer this question. And Mayhem, you can answer the question. How important is it to you guys to be part of that specific ordeal? Take it, putting up, taking down. It's it's very important, uh, especially you when you're setting it. up for for a show. You know, because you want to make sure everything's perfect for for the workers and make sure that your the, the fans are are ready for the the, the boo their their champions or or the heels or to cheer for their faces. You know, it's set up is the most important thing as to set up a ring. And at any venue, you might just change it a little bit here and there, uh, but the setup should be. And is always very important. As a wrestler, do you guys feel like that shouldn't be your job? Are you guys okay of doing that? I help break down the ring, and I've been doing this 26 years it, myself. It's called paying your dues. Yeah, and we, I yeah, on it. You, you pay your dues, you know. Uh, and yeah. it's just hard nowadays. These young people, uh, Austin, you know, Austin, for example, uh, he's he's been on the road with me, and, and it's just him and I. And we set the whole whole ring for chairs for a show, you know, when we're on the road. Um, but that's very important. Yeah, the one thing with me too is that every time I go to a new promotion, or even if I if I go back to the promotion that I've wrestled with before, you know, I'll always ask if they need help, or I'll just go in there and start setting stuff up. And it's a benefit too because if you see the other guys, you know, helping to set up, that's a chance for me, not only to show the promoter that I'm willing to work hard as well at, besides wrestling. Um, also it gives me a chance and opportunity to talk with the other, other uh, performers or promoter or what have you, you know, to try and pick their brains a little bit. Yeah. Agree with that. What's up, Shandell? Thank you for choosing in my boy. Tune in. I'd like to take the time out to thank everybody uh, that's in the chat, that's watching around, that gives the hearts and thumbs up. That means a lot to me as uh, the po this podcaster. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Um, follow this uh, huge pop wrestling po podcast is doing great things. As you can see, MCW is down here. They it's new, but just guys, just follow us and keep on getting content, guys. Um, so where's where's Joy Grunge? I'm still waiting for him to come on. I don't know. He asked for a link, and now he's not coming on. So, anyways, um, what is the best advice, Mayhem, that you've gotten from a promoter or a wrestler? Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. Like right? towards the yeah. beginning. Towards the beginning, I was just uh, I would go out there and do five minute matches, a five minute time limit, and I probably go three, and I'm just <sighs> like I'd wrestle for an hour afterwards. But um, slow down. That was one thing that Marche Rocket told me too. Just you know, just slow down. And now I feel like I can go a whole hour and not even really feel it because it's more than just you know. It, it's not only slow down your movement; it's slow down your mind because sometimes your anxiety can take over and that can cause you to cause you to fatigue as well. So I slow down not only my movement but I slow down my mind as well and. Kind of just take it all in. I can go for a long time. <laughs> nice, nice. I remember that, mayhem. <laughs> Who's what the happened? nicest guy? He said he I remember, remember that. that next time. Definitely. <laughs> Who's one of the nicest guys you've ever met backstage? The nicest guys. <sighs> That's, that's too many people. That's too many right, people. Fair, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, that's too many people to just say one. Because I could say Sin. I could say um, Kaz, you know. I could say Jimmy, you know. Was there one guy, that one person that's had the most impact on your personal life and your wrestling life? No one I could think of other than myself. Other than yeah. myself, like, yeah, I literally got everything out the mud. So, yeah. Okay. 
You ever get tired of uh, continuously working shows week after week after week? No. No, I actually, I love working shows. And, you know, my thing is, you know, just to find a consistent company that I could be with because I'm, I'm simply my own agent, you know. So when one show ends, I'm trying to get another show. And, you know, I, I, do, I do well, but a lot of people, they be booked up for months. You know what I mean? I got a lot of people telling me to come back at this time. You know, also just the Midwest is so crowded you see a lot of the same guys getting booked at the same shows and i'm not knocking and hustle but it's just like come on but don't y'all want to see somebody new like someone else like so yeah it's a, it's really crowded in the midwest with with wrestlers and i feel like it's a lot of that's a lot of favoritism that goes on in this business and yeah huh? Who do you has there been one run wrestler, one talent, one worker that you enjoyed the most working with in your career? Hmm. A wrestler that I enjoyed working with the most? Yeah. Just because it was recent, I'm gonna go with Sin. Okay. I'm gonna go with Sin just because this was recent because. Not just saying that because like I'm a, here, right? I have, I, I have <laughs> like a, a crazy style, so I might do some crazy stuff. And I run it by Sin, and you know, Sin is you know, no disrespect, Sin is much older than me, but I run stuff by him, and he'd be all for it. So, you know what I mean? He can he can adapt with my style, and I can adapt with his. So, easy to work with. Can you tell us about the titles you've held, held um, in your per, in your pro wrestling career? Nothing. Yeah. No title. It's time to put a title. It's time to put a title around me. <laughs> but well, I thought. I feel, like, I, feel, I feel like that's Joe just still for me not consistently being on one's show. Like you know, uh, CSW is a big show, and the only thing the only thing I ever did for them was a dark match which was big for me still because with that big platform they film on IWTV big following um celebrity uh wrestlers each month you know so yeah so Ray Raven says you're one of the nicest guys he's ever met so there you go tell him thank you I appreciate that he says that's thank how, you that's how yeah. I try that's how I try to be wherever I go so it's like if, if somebody have a problem with Monchos, you got to be the problem because I treat everybody with respect and how they should want to be treated. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, no, no titles, but MCW, that's about to change. That's about to change. Like I said, it just stems from me just wrestling from promotion to promotion. You know what I mean? I might wrestle at this promotion one month, then I might wrestle at this promotion. I'm like, I'm like never constantly coming back. The only thing, uh, the only thing, well, PPW, I did some stuff there. Uh, I was consistently there, but never won a title. It's not, it's not only being there, it's being used the proper way. Cause I got so much to bring to the table. I just want to be used the proper way to show what I can do to show that I can be champion. You know what I mean? And I am champion material. Not just you know using me as a fill-in because I'm definitely not a fill-in. I'm I'm one of those guys that you meet once in a lifetime, like inside the ring and outside the ring. So awesome, man. Awesome. Um, anybody have any questions for him? I think we covered it all from from okay. me. Okay. Um. So he talked about titles. He said he's not held any titles. Jimmy Smooth. Um. What titles are going to be available for the for the new people coming to MCW? What's, can we talk about the titles that you're going to have up there? Well, we're going to have pretty much uh, you know heavyweight title, tag belts, uh, women's title, intercontinental, stuff like that. Um, but we got a lot to bring to the table, you know, with the but with the talent that we have right now, and the fans will be blown away. Uh, and I hope they follow us 
and uh, come out to our shows. And uh, we already got the heavyweight title um, starting this Thursday will be made uh, with my buddy makes belts for us. And he's out of Pakistan, but the belts are very, very good belts and for the price that I'm paying for these belts. He's, you know, um, and hope they, uh, the fan, the wrestlers, when they win the belts, whoever it may be, that they respect wherever they go. You know, um, I put, I put some, I put, I put a lot of, I got 30 years in this business, and I've been there. I've been in the high roads and down down low, and I got a, a big announcement to make uh, pretty soon. I can't talk about it right now, um, but I was at one time sanctioned with the AWA out of Minnesota. Uh, so there's some things about to happen that a lot of people don't know about yet. So, um, but we're just gonna put put on the best show for the fans. Um, th- my my workers know if there's 10 people in the audience or 300 in the audience, you know, to give the same energy out there. And, uh, and a lot of guys, they, a lot of guys bring that energy, you know, especially you, Sin, and John and Johnny Gas, you know, so. Um, Mayhem, you're gonna you're gonna work uh, pretty well in, into the MCW. We're looking forward to your first match. Um, you will be tagging up with uh, Reverend Mac. Is there any other wrestlers that you want to mention that are going to be on the card? Uh, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, hang on a second here. Uh, we do have uh, nasty nasty Nick Nolan, uh, Amelia. From Black and the Brave, uh, Aaron Aaron Payne, Armando Alvarez, KOA, Akoa. Um, he's going to be a new addition uh, to to the uh, MCW. Uh, Chris Mercer, Walker, Chris Mercer. He's going to be making his debut with us again uh, with uh, MCW and Rafael Quintero. Uh, Black and Brave, uh, Casey Jacks, Tyler, Antoine, uh, you know, so it's a lot. A and B is going to be there too, you know, and he's got a lot of huge fan base uh, for a little time. He's been... Yes, A and B. I can't wait to hear that chant, A and B. You know, so but it's going to be a great card, and uh, we're looking forward to. It. We got some great uh, places we're going to be working at. And I want to thank the, the people that we're going to be going to. But, you know, it helps we have sponsors, which helps out quite a bit. And uh, for a while, we, we didn't have anything. But what's, everything's working better now for us. Uh, there's a lot of potential for sponsors for us. And for us to travel out of state, actually do shows elsewhere. Um, I am looking at going into uh, Dubuque, Iowa pretty soon. I'm looking to check out this one venue that everybody keeps telling me about. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, it's just, uh, the guys put on a great show and, um, and the fans and go home so, safely. So there you go, Mayhem. There's a, there's, sounds like there's several belts available for you. And, um, the guy below you, I'm sure if he gets a belt, I'm sure you're going to gun for him. And I couldn't help but notice that, uh, Johnny Cass, he, um, Got brings over his, he brings his gamer belt over here. I don't think that was a. Cha- I don't know if that's an open challenge or what he's trying to prove on this show. <laughs> you, you know, Scotty, uh, I'm gonna tell you, Sin beat him for that belt one night, and actually gave the and Sin actually gave me that belt for the while. Uh, sure did, sure did. <laughs> yeah, so, that we, I know John, that we can... Johnny, Johnny must went home upset that night, not, not having his gamer's belt with him. You know, it looked good around my waist, Johnny Cat, uh, Johnny. So. Uh, Anytime you, you, you want to take, you put that title line or you want something else, you know, let us know. I mean, Definitely will. I will I will be more than happy and proud to defend this at MCW whenever you want. All right. But you got to show up first, though, Johnny. You got to show up. Yes, first. that's right. You have to show up, yes. Well, trust me, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, I got You've to go to the fans. I got to go with his fans here. Um, Michael Ralden. Anybody know Michael Ralden? Yes. He, he is. Um, I know Christopher. First of Wilde. all, here's one for. Uh, where is he at? PW. Okay, no. Sin, Sin, he says this, man. I don't know if this is joking around. Sin lives in a motel. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm actually in my house right now. I got one of my Les Pauls behind me, as you can see them, in a room full of guitars. Um, 
But uh, he's getting that. Yeah, no, wait, wait, wait. He's getting that confused. It's not him that lives in a motel. It's me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> are you are you serious? No, he's not. <laughs> so, mayhem. Back to your you, were, you. You mentioned mayhem that you are do your own music. Um, can you tell uh, the fans what your entrance song is? If, did you create your own entrance music, or do you have something that is special to you that you use for that? Yeah, I created my own entrance music because, uh, I mean, I do music. Like, there would be a slap in my face for me not to come out to my own song, right? You know what I mean? So, All right. yeah. Um, but how that Man's of the Year song came about is because, you know, I do a lot of, like, I do a lot of like smooth, soft, chill, mellow type music, and you know I'm I was um, uh, uh, morphing into a hill or whatever. So I'm like the song that I had at first. I, I think it didn't really fit me being hill, and I went down my catalog and I'm just like, what can I use? And I didn't really have nothing, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna make something from scratch. So that came up with Man's of the Year, and I probably wrote and recorded that song probably in an hour that's between writing and recording the whole song was done within within an hour so yeah okay um so i'm gonna do some uh like uh it's called um it's gonna be quick questions okay okay and um so favorite male wrestler randy Orton. favorite female wrestler Ooh, yeah. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Um, your Mount Rushmore of ma male wrestlers from old to new. One more time. Your, your Mount Rushmore of male wrestlers. The Rock, Stone Cold. The Rock, Stone Cold. Randy Orton, John Cena, Undertaker. Okay. Favorite faction? It would probably be Evolution. Evolution is mystery. <laughs> you do that pretty good. I, I was obsessed with them back back in the mid two thousands. I was yeah. yeah. That was a great. That faction. was that was a cool faction. That was one of those one of done things that won't be able to be topped again. Yeah. Mine was the NWO. So. I was, I'm 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 W.O. boy all along, all the way. So, okay. Um, it's a lot of directions. Yeah. What's your signature move? <sighs> I think it will probably be. I don't really know. It's like an arm drag. Okay. I don't know if you've seen me do it before. Kind of like put my legs on the rope, do a backflip, and yeah. drag the opponent. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably okay. one of my signature moves. Well, you gonna. I'm always adding stuff to the arsenal. Like, I'm always adding stuff to the arsenal. So when you see me, you probably expect to see something new every time you see me wrestle. Because I'm always right. adding moves to the arsenal. What would you say your ultimate dream match is? Ultimate dream match. Right now, as of now, in the present, Carmelo. I would love to fight Carmelo Hayes. I don't know if y'all ever see him wrestle. He's he's gonna he'll be he'll be on Raw pretty soon. They already keep they had the Judgment Day go to uh the they go to NXT and um you know they beef there. He fought Finn Balor on Raw, so I think they just gear him up to come to Raw. Okay. Okay, so could you tell us a little bit about your wrestling character and persona, and where did you draw the inspiration from for your character? My character is simply, it's just me, honestly. You know, uh, uh, a young black male from the west side of Chicago who makes music, who's funny, who doesn't take no crap. And most of the time when you see me come out, I'm rapping my music. Man's of the year. I'm the man's around here. You know what I mean? Like Carmelo, yeah. I am him. It's just really because it was hard for me trying to come up with a gimmick. I'm like, let me just go out and be myself, and it's been working for me. So, awesome. I think some of the best gimmicks are just when somebody takes themselves and turn turns it up to ten. 
Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. If you could turn back time, go back in time, and uh, what retired wrestler or wrestlers would you love to have been in the um, ring with? Retired. <sighs> I mean, the obvious, The Rock, you know, Stone Cold, you know, his career was shortened because of his neck injury. And then that man, well, he had so much more to do. Um... <laughs> Did you hang oh, with him? John Cena, you know, those would be some good fights. Did you hang with them? Can I hang with them? Yeah. Do you think so? Most definitely. Right. Most definitely. I can hang with anybody. Well, I'll I tell you what. Follow- I, I love your I love your the one thing I do love about the last the 50 minutes mm-hmm. that I've talked to you, you are what I call very confident and you you need to be in this business, I'm sure. I bet everybody yeah. in this circle would probably agree. But you yep. do have a persona of confidence, and I like that. It's pretty cool. Um, so I applaud you for that confidence, man. Yeah, um, I feel like, honestly, I can hang with anybody in the game. I'm not going to lie. I could work with almost anyone. I've worked with some of the biggest. I've worked with some of the smallest. And I've took some chops from some of the best. Like, I've taken some chops. So I don't know. Like you're not gonna ever see me cover up with no shirt. I don't care about taking no chop. Come on, bring it, bring it. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I will say that TLC badge. I was the only person out there with my shirt off. I should have started chopping people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that was smart or or what it was, but uh, um. So we mentioned this guy. Jimmy Smooth mentioned this guy. You've mentioned this guy. He's now showed up in chat. A M B, right? Yeah. He says, "Can't wait to kick Chris Mercer in the face on August 6th, But this is what he says down here: "I'd love to have a singles match with Mayhem." I was Be just off the telling hook. my girl that I promise you, I was just telling my girl that probably like three days ago. I'm like, you know what? Someone who I haven't fought, and even when we've been in a rumble together, like you know, I, I kicked him. I gave him a little uh, super kick in the rumble. But that was about it. But we never really wrestled. I feel like we could put on a good show. Me and AMB, no doubt. Awesome. So there you go, AMB. There you go, Jimmy Smooth. I can make that happen. There you go. I like that. You can make it happen. So Definitely. um what kind of what kind of fitness regimen do you um partake in or on um on a regular basis? Are you always in the gym? Are you always in the ring practicing? What's your regimen? Well, I've been trying to get in the gym more lately, but, you know, I got some dumbbells here that I work out with. And honestly, before I even started getting in the gym, I was just doing push-ups, like simply just push-ups. And that's what kept me in shape, really, my whole life to the point where when I actually got in the gym, people thought I was already in the gym because I guess okay. how I guess like my physique or whatever the case may be. I'm like, no, I haven't, you know, this is I just been doing push-ups. So I'm getting warmed up in here type thing. Push-ups, sit-ups. You know, my girl, she cooks some healthy stuff. You know, drink healthy juices, ginger and turmeric and all that stuff. So, just being healthy. I skateboard. So, and I'm, I've been doing that for over 10 years. So, I'm always staying busy, you know. Okay. I have about four more questions and I'm going to let you close it, okay? So, um, if the opportunity arose for you to go over to New Japan or over to another country to wrestle, would you take that opportunity? Of course, that'll probably have to be something I have to talk about, you know, because I have a son. I have a six-year-old son, so that'll be something that uh, I'll have to work out, you know, with his mother. But um, other than that, if, if I can get that under wraps, and definitely New Japan, that could be some life-changing things. So, of course, we're going to um, figure out how to uh, make that work because that could ultimately, you know, set me and my child up, you know, for the rest of our lives. So yes, absolutely. I gotta pay homage to this man. He just popped in. This is uh the promoter of XIW. Who is in the house? The gangster of destruction and you know what's going down. This is Adrian Whisper. Everybody say hi to Adrian. Adrian, this is uh Mayhem, Sid, Johnny Cash, Jimmy Smooth, Adrian. Good MCW. So um what other career do you think you would have pursued if uh, you hadn't became a wrestler and you currently have enough and 
yeah, if you didn't cover wrestling, what other ones? What other? What would you be doing if you didn't um, cover wrestling? I guess. Well, like, I'm still doing music right now. Like, I actively make music. You know what I mean? But honestly, um, I won't say I slowed down on it because I've actually been between how I've been wrestling, I've actually been dropping a lot of music. Um, so, but for me. I feel like this wrestling journey of mine is going pretty quickly. It's moving pretty quickly. I'm going on like two years in the business and it's already just been like this for me. Like from my first, from my first time, um, um, meeting Carlito, I didn't already, you know, I didn't met him. I didn't met, um, Hornswoggle. I didn't met, uh, Damien Sandow, uh, Jacob Fatu, just a couple people. So, and that's all in not even two years. So I'm just from like, you know, God wants me to do this. If it makes sense, I always slap myself in the head. Like, man, I wish I would have done this, uh, you know, eight, 10 years ago type stuff. So I'm 30, 31 years old. So I'm giving myself a good, uh, giving myself a good two years of just grinding, grinding because the, the way I'm started wrestling is crazy. So I just feel like God, he wants me to do this. And I believe in myself. If nobody believes in me, I believe in myself. And I kept, I just keep saying God wants me to do this because how everything came into play of me wrestling in the first place. So, awesome. Yeah. We have Heel Kevin down here. He's a Twitch creator, content creator. Um, He's a wrestler creator. But I'm so we got an interview with Mayhem um, from MCW over here with uh, Sin and Johnny Cash and the promoter John Jimmy Smooth. So how's it going? Um, yeah. So. How you doing? All right. So the TLC match, the match against Sin, those are great matches that I've just recently seen of you um, wrestling. Those are in the past. MCW's in the future. Um, other promotions are in the future for you. you Sounds like you travel all over the place. Um, anything that you need to say to your up-and-coming opponent? Um, anything you want to tell your fans where you're going to be, how they can get a hold of you, where they can get your music, where they can get your merch? Man, it's been a pleasure the last 57 minutes to talk with you. Um, I really do see a, I do see a, a victory coming over the guy below you, and maybe this guy beside <laughs> that guy. I see maybe that. meet this guy on this yeah. side of me. So um, I do see that. Um, I think you got a great promoter in Jimmy Smooth. Um, I'm so I'm excited to see what's going to happen with MCW. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Mayhem and your career. I follow you on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. You're not going to get. I'll be honest with you. You're not going to get. You're not going to get rid of me. I'm going to haunt you all the time, but I don't mean to. I'm just a fan of wrestling, and I'm just going to. I love making connections. So personally, I want to say, man, Mayhem, thank you for letting me have you on the show. Thank you for no, letting me you. be part of your life and your your world of what it is. Because I tell you what, I I only do this podcast for one reason, two reasons. I give I want to give you wrestlers and promoters the the platform to get your stuff out there to whatever that. people whatever people I can get to. And as I said before I in my introduction, I am a foster parent who runs an emergency shelter. So the hour I can take away from real real reality. And just talk wrestling gets me, calms me down, relaxes me, and I can go forward from there. If it wasn't for you guys and all the other stuff I do with wrestling, I might be a mess, and my wife would probably hate me. But thankfully, I got this. I thankfully I get this thing to step away from real reality once a, an hour a day. And, we appreciate um, just, what you do for us. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Do. Mayhem, the floor is yours. Why don't you close the show? Tell everybody where you can go, who you, who you want to face, and tell that person, hey, look, you better watch out. Well, MCW on uh, August 6th, Muncho's Mayhem will be debuting. And all I'm going to say is expect mayhem. Every time you see me, expect mayhem. If you're looking for my music, you can find my music on all streaming platforms at D Money, the Pizza Boy. That's D-E-M-O-N-E-Y-T-H-A, pizza, B-O-I. 
yes, my music and my wrestling careers is two separate things. And you can find some of my matches um, on YouTube at um, Manchos Mayhem. Uh, if you want to book me for some shows, you can hit up my Facebook, Demontri Robinson, D-E-M-O-N-T-R-I-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. Um, subscribe to Huge Pop. He's a cool dude. Um, uh, follow MCW Wrestling. Follow Sam. Follow Kaz. You know, follow me. And uh, uh, purchase your tickets for August 6th because Mayhem is going to be there. A lot of other site superstars going to be there. We got Jimmy Smooth doing his thing. and He's a real respect, respectful dude. I can tell how the cards are already stacking up. And, you know, just when you're honest, everything is going to work its way out. So, Everybody, thank you for joining on the Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast. This is a show with um, Mayhem. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Cass. Thank you, um, Jimmy. Um, I'm going to close out the show. Stay thank on you. board, thank guys. You. Stay on board in the, in the waiting you. room. I'd like to talk to you guys. So, Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast, thank you guys for showing up. Thank you, all the um, the people, seven people, and the hearts and the thumbs up. Subscribe to the show. Um, I Seriously, guys, keep on subscribing. Keep on following. Push the show. Um, I, I have lots of big things going forward, and it's going to be an exciting year. So thank you guys again. All my dogs, make some noise up in this house. Who is in the house? Who is in the house? It's the gangster of destruction, so 